Hey y'all, what if you really could change your life? If there was a way to be healthy and intentional in every area of your life? Good news, there is. And we show you how each week on All of You Whole. Hosted by me, Caroline Fossil, entrepreneur, wellness expert, author, and speaker. Every episode is an in-depth look at how to help you get unstuck, be brave in your life choices, and have a meaningful life all either from my own experiences or from the experts I interview. My goal is to help you build a healthy, connected, and intentional life that fulfills your greatest purpose. Today on the podcast, we are chatting with Stephanie Etherington. She is a nutrition manager at NutriSense. And y'all know NutriSense is the continuous glucose monitor company. Stephanie does it all. She's a registered dietitian, a clinical dietitian. She is also a certified diabetes care and education specialist. So what that means is Stephanie knows a heck ton about blood glucose and blood sugar. So that's what we're going to chat about today. And you guys know, this has become near and dear to my heart in recent months because I really feel like managing my blood sugar is the last piece of my current health and wellness challenges that I have been having. So we are going to talk all about blood sugar today. Number one, what is it? What are some normal levels? When are our blood sugar levels out of range? And something that I think is really important is what beyond food affects our blood sugar. And it's a lot, you guys. We'll also talk about why does this even matter? Why is balancing our blood sugar curves important? And then also what are some of the long-term effects of high blood sugar on not only different parts of the body, but what are some of the diseases and chronic conditions that can be affected by blood sugar? Spoiler alert, it's basically everything. And then also how does blood sugar play into weight management, which I personally have found it plays into it a lot. So this is a jam-packed episode. I'm so excited for you to learn right alongside me about blood sugar. If you want to get serious about really managing your blood sugar for your health and wellness, and you want to get a NutriSense device and use their CGM and their app to help manage your blood sugar, I can't recommend it enough. You can go to the link in the show notes and use the code OLIVE25 to save. Okay, without further ado, let's dive in and chat with Stephanie. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. We are so, so excited to chat with you today. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you work with NutriSense? Yeah, absolutely. So I am a registered dietitian and also a certified diabetes care and education specialist. They recently increased the length of that acronym, formerly known as CDE. I have been a dietitian now for over a decade with the majority of the time spent within that diabetes glucose management realm. And my role at NutriSense is basically I'm one of the health coaches and then also a nutrition manager. So helping out with that. And I love my job. I love what we do at NutriSense. I know that you gave your listeners a little preview of what we do. I did. Yes. And so if you haven't heard that episode. Basically what we do, we are on a mission to help our members identify and reach their own personal optimal health potential. And that really resonated with me because previously I worked in the 
traditional healthcare system, right? I worked at a big hospital. I did the whole ICU thing, moved out into outpatient. I worked at an endocrinology clinic and I loved that. I did. I truly, I loved that. And I love my patients, but I really hated the reactionary aspect of the healthcare mm. model here in the United States, right? Prevention yeah. is just it's just not on the radar. So totally. Yeah. After the birth of my first daughter, I was thinking I need to explore some different avenues and started to explore different practice areas. And I came across NutriSense and I just thought, oh my gosh, this is leveling up. This is it yeah, really <laughs> totally. Yes. Our goal is to help improve not only people's current health, but also improve their long-term health prevention. And really, and truly, you can't look at someone and tell if they're metabolically healthy. And so, right. so we do that through the combination of utilizing a continuous glucose monitor, which I have one on right yeah, now. There I've you been go. wearing one yeah, for almost two years now. I love it. And then we also have our app. People can their meals, their their stress levels, their activity, mm. their sleep, all of the different factors that can impact our glucose trends. And then I think what really differentiates us from all of the other CGM companies out there, because there's a lot that are popping up. Yeah. But what we do is we pair each of our members with their own personal dietitian. Yeah, which is and so great. Yes, yes. Because I love to use this phrase, blood sugar. We want to think that it's a science, right? It's numbers and info and data, but it's not a science. It's an art. And so mm. that's where we combine that real person, that human on the other end right. to help you interpret your data. So we've got all this powerful information. And then we have the dietitian who helps people identify those trends to help provide those actionable insights to improve your health, well-being, prevent future risk, all that good stuff. So that's, yeah. that's what we do. Ah, so awesome. So much to unpack. <laughs> so first of all, as Stephanie said, I just shared another healing journey update and I talked about blood sugar balance, continuous glucose monitor, taking semaglutide, a lot of different things in that episode. So that's episode 56. Check that out if you haven't already. But also Stephanie, one thing that you said that I absolutely agree with is I feel like the traditional model is really symptom management. It's disease management. And the goal is really to get you to baseline, right? Let's remove the disease. (laughs) Let's Mm -hmm. get you back to baseline. Whereas I feel like my business and what I try to do in my own life is really thrive. So that's where we're talking about optimal levels, not just like when a doctor's like, you're in the normal range. I'm like, that's a joke. These numbers are not where they need to be. And so really working to get my labs, my life, everything at this like optimal level. And with NutriSense, what we're doing is looking at blood glucose. And instead of just being like, oh, great, you're not pre-diabetic or diabetic, really Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how can we lower these and get these at a more optimal range. So I love that. Okay. Let's dive into blood sugar because we have so much to talk about. Let's just start at the very basics. I do feel like this blood sugar conversation, maybe I'm just behind, but I'm like very well-versed in this wellness world. And I feel like it's only been like three to five years that I've been hearing this greater conversation about blood sugar, balancing blood sugar. So let's tell listeners who aren't aware, what is blood sugar and glucose and what is its function in the body? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So glucose, you can think of it as your body's 
preferred fuel source, not only fuel source, but it's preferred fuel source. And right. that primarily comes from the carbohydrates that we consume in our diet. So mm -hmm. I like to kind of at a very basic level, I like to think of glucose as the concentration of sugar within your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And that's what the continuous glucose monitor is measuring is that concentration of sugar in your bloodstream. And so in a healthy person that doesn't have any sort of insulin resistance, we keep that in a very tight range. And generally we'll see that between 7140, but that may be a little different based on some other health factors, maybe right. your particular diet, et cetera. But basically glucose is going to respond to what you're putting into your body, i.e. carbohydrates, right? but also a lot of outside influencers, right? And yes. I like to think of these kind of as our behind the scenes factors. So some things that can impact our blood sugar are going to be like our stress levels, our sleep, our exercise, and a host of other things as well. We really think of glucose as a vital sign at this point. And that's going to give us really a ton of information in regards to our metabolic health, our energy levels. It's going to give us insight in regards to inflammation, the aging process and our longevity. We hear a lot about Alzheimer's and dementia right. and type three diabetes. Yes. And this is all tying back to glucose. So basically glucose, you can think of it kind of like a direct window into your metabolism, right? It's like being able to read our blood sugars is pulling back the curtain. It's looking under the hood to see what the heck is going on, right? Totally. Yes. And, and so if metabolic health is not optimal, it's going to increase your risk for each and every one of the various pillars of chronic disease, right? So that's a little bit about glucose. Yes, I love it. And it's so crazy because I think if we pulled the general public, I think that a lot of people think it's only related to like what I eat and my response to what I eat, right? And so yes. the fact that it can be affected by so many different things is really interesting to me. And that's what makes it such a puzzle because I started working with a health coach four months ago to work on some healing and weight loss. And she's like, go to the store and get like a diabetes prick, right? So I don't do it often. And, and mm -hmm. a continuous glucose monitor is so much better and more information. But, you know, I wake up and take it. And there were days that it was like 109. Okay. And here's mm -hmm. the crazy thing. I'm over here eating 99% paleo, right? So I'm eating meats, fruits, vegetables, healthy fats. I'm like working out, doing like all the things I know to do. And it's just so interesting that for me, it was like, even though I'm not self-reporting stress, like I don't feel stressed. I still mm -hmm. was having adrenal fatigue. My cortisol was off the chain and all of these right. things it just was this cascade. And now I have this, to me, high blood sugar that now I've got mm -hmm. to get that under control, right? So it's not just like you can be eating what you think of as near perfect and still have glucose issues, which I think it kind of blows my mind. Right. And there's absolutely a bio-individuality component yes. to all of this. So for some people, we might find that, hey, if you eat a banana, you might notice everything is good, right? My blood sugars are super stable, but 
you take another person, myself included, and you cannot tolerate a banana, which, you know, it's a whole food, no processing. There's certain things, certain foods that some people tolerate better than others. Right. And so what the CGM allows us to do is identify those responses Absolutely. and then optimize. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the, the difference between the finger stick, which is fantastic. And I absolutely adore that your, your health coach <laughs> recommended that you yeah. went out and purchased that because that's an amazing first step. But you can yes. think of that as like a one second snapshot right. in a hour day, mm-hmm. which doesn't yep. give us all of that information. Mm-hmm. What is going on in those two to three hours after a meal? What's right. the curve look like? What's going on before your fasting finger stick? Maybe things are pretty stable and then maybe you have a sharp spike or maybe it's a, right. a, a gradual decrease. All of this information we'd be able to see via totally. the yeah. yeah, absolutely. And it's like, like Cynthia had me when I wake up and then like two hours after a meal. But honestly, it's like, yes. it's just hard to stick yourself all the time. Oh, like I, I know. you know, it hurts, right? it hurts. And it's like, I can't imagine being diabetic and like having to manage this. It feels like a lot. Oh. So anyway, yeah, the having the continuous monitor, I feel like it's just all about data and bioindividuality. Mm-hmm. So it's just giving mm-hmm. you so much more information. Okay. So when we're talking about levels of glucose, number one, I want to know for myself, because of how the NutriSense CGM is installed, is it mm-hmm. a little bit of a different reading than if you were to do like the finger stick or is it, is it one for one? Is it exactly the same? Good question. So all things blood sugar are going to be not an exact science. So when we look at lab values, even there Mm. can be a margin of error. Same with the finger stick glucometer tests. Same with the CGM. So when you do a finger stick, that's taking your blood, right? That's a measurement of the glucose within your blood. The CGM is, so you insert, there's a small introducer needle, but basically what's left under the skin is a filament. And Mm. that's soaking up your interstitial fluid. And so it's looking at the concentration of glucose within your interstitial fluid. Yeah. So there is a bit of a delay in our blood sugars as compared to a finger stick. Okay. And that may be, you may notice that if blood sugars are, are pretty stable, meaning that we're not seeing a rise or a fall. So for example, like first thing in the morning, generally a finger stick and the CGM are going to align very closely. There's not okay. going to be a significant difference. Yeah. However, if you're checking your blood sugar maybe an hour after you eat, while your blood sugar is trending, the CGM might be just a bit behind. And it can be anywhere from 15 minutes to 45 minutes behind, depending on how quickly your blood sugars are trending upwards or down. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So that's probably the only difference. So it's just a little bit of a lag time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Um, makes sense. But if you're only using the CGM, it doesn't matter because you're just looking at your own chart. So it's all lagged. So it doesn't matter. Interesting. But yeah, I figured there had to be some difference just because of like testing your blood versus being in your tissue. That's interesting. So when we're looking at normal levels, so let's talk like what the CDC recommends versus Mm -hmm. optimal, maybe. Can you give us some guidelines there? Sure, sure. So if you've received a lab report or you've gone to your doctor and you've gone your fasting glucose labs, you'll see some values on there, right? And these can vary from lab to lab. I mean, even if we look at the big organizations like the American Diabetes Association or the Association of Clinical Endocrinologists, Mm. they even have differing suggestions as to Hmm. what is optimal. But in general, you'll see on your lab values like 
less than 99 being normal. Right. Now, at NutriSense, again, we are focused on optimal, just like you had mentioned. We're looking for the optimal target to reduce risk for the future. So mm-hmm. we aim for a fasting glucose value of 70 to 90. So quite a bit different than the less than yeah. 99 goal. And that's just fasting levels. There are so many other metrics that we can look at as well. That's going to give us a lot of insight in regards to that glycemic variability. Mm -hmm. So our app calculates all of these different metrics. So what your standard deviation is, we know that glycemic variability is significantly linked with increased risk for heart disease, heart yeah. stroke, et cetera. So right. we can look at the standard deviation. How much is your blood sugar fluctuating throughout the day? When you're logging your meals, you're going to get a subset of information particular for that specific meal. So how many points is your blood sugar rising? Is mm-hmm. it returning to baseline after eating within an appropriate time frame? We're going to get information in regards to what's your average blood sugar while you're sleeping? What's your average blood sugar during the day? All of these additional metrics, which is so powerful. Yeah. And that helps us target what is going to be the most important tweak or adjustment or mm. intervention that we incorporate to help with not only achieving your goals, but also optimizing your health. Yeah, that's so awesome. Did you find with yourself that you were able to like bring things down? Or can you share a little bit about your own process of wearing the CGM? And like, what are some of the benefits changes you noticed? Yes, absolutely. So the first time that I ever wore a CGM was when I was working at an endocrinology clinic. And I had no experience working with the population that no health issues, healthy, no insulin resistance. So when I saw my information, I was like, oh, everything looks good. (laughs) I have no problem. And then the first time that I wore a sensor kind of continuously was when I started working at NutriSense. And I found out that I was pregnant about three months after starting. So I was, and this is totally off label, not, but I was wearing a CGM while I was pregnant, which was so incredibly insightful and amazing to see how your hormones, this is another factor that can influence Mm -hmm. blood sugars, those, those pregnancy hormones, the surge in progesterone, how that's impacting your insulin sensitivity. And so I saw significant elevations in my blood sugars during pregnancy. And so there's a bit of a balance, right? What's what's going to be most important. So glucose is not the only thing in regards to health that is important. We want to look at a lot of different factors, but it's interesting to see this cause and effect. I also wore it after I gave birth. And that was very helpful for me in losing that baby weight so that I could identify the foods that are working really well for me, the optimization. And you can absolutely see in my trends when after delivery as a mother, there's that long stretch of time when you're not getting a lot of sleep. Yes, totally. (laughs) Yes. Once my daughters, well, and I have two, they started sleeping through the night, you can see my blood sugars come down. Stabilizing. Especially my fasting. Yes. It's, yes. It's, it's amazing to see that correlation. So. Oh my gosh. And how amazing to have that insight because too, I feel like when my blood sugar is more stable and lower, I get like kind of anxious when my blood sugar is high. And uh-huh. so yes. having that stability when your world is like completely changing, mm-hmm. you have a new human in your house who like stays <laughs> up late and like is feeding from your body, like all of these yes. things, right? Like to have 
have that knowledge of how to get more stable, I feel like, yeah, I mean, like how amazing. That's so cool. So many things I would go back and do differently. But (laughs) anyway, so we've talked about balancing blood sugar, which if our Mm -hmm. listeners don't know, we're talking about when you eat, your blood sugar can spike. And so Stephanie's talking about really managing that. And so the lower that we can keep that spike, the better. And that's really the balancing part. But tangibly, why does that matter? Why does helping our blood sugar be balanced and minimizing those spikes, why is that beneficial for us? You know, I think going back to the correlation between glucose and the majority of health problems and chronic disease, I mean, they're all interconnected and they all tie back that root cause. When you look into the research, that root cause all returns back to glucose. It's a Hmm. a dysregulation or dysfunction of your metabolic system and your metabolic health. And glucose is really, it's something that's pretty easy to measure. And we have the technology. So we're on a mission to make this more widely available to everyone so that people can get that insight to get that understanding so that they can make that informed decision and improve their health, decrease risk factors and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So I want to know too, and this is part of my journey. I feel like I've done a ton of healing over the last four years. Started this blog with no issues. (laughs) A lot of people start their wellness businesses because of a problem. I'm like, I got problems halfway through. But you know, I've been doing all this healing for four years. And it's interesting that you mentioned blood sugar as a root cause because I'm all about root cause healing. I feel like I had all of the root causes and I'm trying to get all of them healed. Mm -hmm. And so I really do feel like blood sugar is my personal kind of last step in my journey for now. But can you explain to us how blood sugar affects weight management? And also, I'd love for you to really talk about if we have these continually high levels, how does that affect our weight loss efforts? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the reasons why the CGM is so beneficial to weight loss is because it provides insight in regards to what our insulin is doing. And I want to just preface that the CGM does not measure insulin. It it only measures glucose, but it gives us some idea of what may be happening in regards to our insulin levels. So as insulin is going to be primarily released in response to a rise in our blood sugar. Right. And the purpose of it is to help shuttle glucose from the bloodstream into the cell Mm -hmm. for energy purposes. And if there is excess, then we store it, right? We store that excess sugar as fat. And you can kind of think of insulin as our storage hormone, right? So if we are constantly spiking our blood sugar multiple times throughout the day, you know, we have a snack here, a little bite here, we're eating and our insulin levels are constantly elevated. Well, our propensity to store is going to be greater. We're going to be more likely to hold on to food. Hmm. So if we can minimize the swings in our glucose, if we can lower those spikes, we thus can decrease our insulin levels and that can help us with our weight loss efforts. Yeah, totally. All about insulin sensitivity, insulin resistance. Yeah. And like we were talking about earlier, you can definitely become insulin resistant and also kind of have no idea. <laughs> like that's, Absolutely. that's what's yes. crazy to me is like, I felt like I'm, I'm trying to live this healthy lifestyle and then my body's doing things I'm not even aware of. And so that's, what's really cool is we can take measures to help become 
insulin sensitive again. And that's cool that you can be kind of resistant to insulin. And mm-hmm. then through practices, it's just like anything else. Your body can heal, right? Like there's a certain point you have type two diabetes. That's tough, but you know, you can train your body to become sensitive again, which is encouraging Mm -hmm. to me (laughs) at least. Yes, absolutely. And that's the beauty of the CGM is that we can Mm -hmm. identify things so much earlier. When Mm -hmm. we look at just fasting glucose values alone, that is the metric that is last to like, quote unquote, fail. We see in the literature, the research, there can be insulin resistance. So there can be postprandial or post meal excursions that are occurring five, 10 years prior to fasting mm. glucose levels elevating. And, wow. and per our traditional health screening in the United States, we don't test for postprandial blood sugars, like that would require people doing an oral glucose tolerance right. test. Yes. Which of course they do that during pregnancy, but they don't regularly do that for all Just, individuals. Yeah, everybody else, process. totally. Yeah, so we see these rises, these elevations in mealtime blood sugars, but that's not caught on any sort of lab values. Mm. And it's not until we're stressing out the pancreas so much repeatedly over and over right. and over, the pancreas is having to push out more insulin, push out more insulin to try and counteract that rise, try to maintain homeostatic function, keep that glucose in that tight range. It's after stress and stress and stress and pushing and pushing and pushing that we start to see that decline, that decrease in insulin production, that decrease Mm. in beta cell function. And that's the point that fasting glucose starts to rise and then we catch it. So it's too late. Well, yes. not necessarily too late. Yeah, but it's not always to too late, but sometimes it really is though. And that's, yeah. yeah, that's so tough. So what are some tips that you've seen with yourself, your clients for really lowering those blood sugar spikes and managing? And I feel like it makes sense. It's easy to understand the food part of it. Like you mm-hmm. eat less starches, you eat yes. less carbohydrates, but maybe more of the like tips that maybe we wouldn't have heard about managing blood sugar spikes that maybe don't involve food. Right, right, right. Yeah. So there's a bunch of different ones. Food, of course, is the first one that we're going to focus on. But one of my favorite tips, and you kind of talked about this on your last episode, is a concept called meal sequencing. This is probably my all-time favorite hack. And the idea here is we start our meal with protein and veggies. We don't have to change the rest of the composition of the meal. It's just the order in which you eat your food. Yeah. This blows my mind. (laughs) Yes. And it's amazing. It's so fun when you're wearing your CGM, you can do these experiments. Okay. I'm going to have this meal, rice, chicken, and broccoli. I'm going to eat it in that order, rice first, and then your protein and veggies last, or just switch it around. Don't change up your portion sizes, but just switch And that can reduce your blood sugars, that the protein, the fiber, fat also will help slow down digestion and reduce the swing in our blood sugars. Yeah. Um, Super cool. Exercise, of course, is a huge one. And you can play around to find what works best for you. Maybe you get a workout in before. Oh, I'm going to go out to that restaurant. I'm going to get in a good workout so that when I eat that meal and have that carbohydrate, my body has room to take that glucose in. Or maybe you try a postprandial walk, a post meal walk, and it doesn't yes. have to be for an hour, a 10, 15 minute yes. walk. It's all that you need to help with your glucose uptake. So that's huge. I think that's such a cool thing. That's something I've only seen recently is just like move right after you eat. And I think it's interesting. Maybe this is not what's happening, but 
it seems to make sense to me that we have this sugar, this glucose that's now in our blood. Well, mm-hmm. if we're moving our body, what happens is our body has to immediately use it. Is that right. what's happening? Yes, absolutely. And it's yeah. non-insulin mediated. So the movement is driving sugar into the cell. So that's a great hack. And studies have shown that actually the small short bursts of exercise is just as beneficial, if not more beneficial than like a long period of exercise in regards to glucose. Now, that being said, move whenever is convenient and available. Yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, there's a lot of different ways that you can kind of leverage your movement to help with your glucose control. The other one that I know you mentioned was apple cider vinegar. That's a huge one right now. And this is pretty interesting. So basically it's the acetic acid in the apple cider vinegar. So it doesn't necessarily have to be apple cider vinegar. You can use other types, maybe not balsamic, Yeah. but the apple cider vinegar, and you do want to take it in liquid form. These are like some of of my little tips here. So liquid form, just because like the gummies or the capsules, the gummies are going to have sugar. So it kind of sure. affects yep. the benefit that we're aiming for, but the capsules sometimes don't dissolve. And so you're not getting mm. the benefit. So you want to have that acetic acid present before you consume your starches. So I like to recommend taking it, taking your little shot in water with a straw to protect your teeth. Yeah. So um, important. Mess up your enamel. So take it 15 to 20 minutes before your meal. And the studies have shown that it, this is going to reduce your glucose by 20 to 40%. So, you know, That's you're not so gonna, much, it, but it's, doesn't it's, that yes. feel like a lot? <laughs> Yes, yes. But I just always like to preface like people think that it's going to be a cure all like, oh, I'm going to eat this basket of fries. It's not quite but yes, 20-40% can be a game changer in regards to keeping you within that target range. So that's a super fun one. The other one that is really popular right now too is cold therapy, cryotherapy, cold plunges, cold showers. I mean, it's not for everyone. I don't want to though. I this is like the one thing I just like, I'm like, guys, I can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe no, one I'm, day, maybe one day. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you there. But we find that that can be really beneficial too. Okay. Yeah, there's a, a lot of other benefits as well yeah. beyond glucose control, but right. yeah, not for everyone. <laughs> yes, I know. Maybe I'll get there one day, but now I'm like in the sauna phase. I'm like, I would so much rather be warm than cold. Like yes. I can sweat it out in a sauna for an hour and I'm like, I don't even want to stick my pinky toe in a cold plunge. Like, oh, sounds terrible. And sauna, (laughs) so sauna's really interesting. Frequently when you're in, do you have your CGM on right now? Not right the second. No, I haven't applied it yet. Okay. So this will be a fun experiment to test out when you get a place. So sauna in high temperatures in general can sometimes cause a false elevation in our blood sugars. And that's just because the manufacturer rate temperature range, I think is up to 115. So sometimes that temperature can cause the CGM to spike. Not always, but sometimes. Interesting. We do find that sauna and heat therapy can improve fasting glucose values. So Mm. it's a great, great tactic as well. Ah. Yeah, I just love it for all the other things, but good to know. I love finding out other ways it's benefiting me. Okay, so I want to talk about the CGM device specifically. So do people get scared to put it on? And like, how do you mediate the fears Yes, <laughs> for yes, the listeners I, who are like, but I don't want to. <laughs> I know the first time that I ever placed a CGM, I was super nervous as well. And I do not like needles. That's not my thing, but I promise you it does not hurt. So when you're putting your CGM together, there is an introducer needle and it looks scarier than it is. 
but the needle does not remain underneath your skin. So that's one thing to keep in mind. It's just a very small, flexible filament that remains under your skin. This is just to basically get it underneath your initial layer of skin. So it's not going deep at all. Mm -hmm. And I would say that nine times out of 10, people don't even feel the it's it doesn't even feel like a pinch you don't oh, wow. even feel the insertion sometimes cool. if you like nick a little capillary you might sure. feel it a little bit but it's a painless process and you can have somebody help you put it on too it's as easy as like just pushing it into your skin so if you are just like i cannot do this have your husband your friend your kid put it on <laughs> oh man i don't um, think i would trust them yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it is it's, it's it is a painless process so that's just something to keep on and it's very shallow it's not deep by any means yeah i mean it's so much less than like a shot that it's going oh, intramuscular like it right. is tiny yes yeah, so it shouldn't right. it shouldn't be painful everybody and then also can you talk to us a little bit about how nutrisense works in terms of you sign up you receive your cgm talk mm-hmm. to me about monthly how much does that cost and also how often do you get a new cgm so like how does it all work Yeah. So off the top of my head, I'd have to bring up those price points, but basically how the process works, there's different options. So you go onto our website and you select the duration that you would like to wear your CGM. So you can select a subscription for three months, six months, a year, whatever suits your needs. Mm. After you sign up, they'll go through a health questionnaire and there's a few various questions that we have to ask just if you're pregnant or certain things that are contradictory people that we can't work with. Right. Majority of the people we can work with. Right. After you fill out that questionnaire, you're approved into the program, you'll get your prescription and the process for shipping sensors will begin. Usually it takes about five to seven days to get your first shipment of sensors and you get two in your box for the month. Currently we're utilizing Abbott's Freestyle Libre system. So those sensors each last 14 days at a time. So you'll receive those Once you get your sensors, it it will walk you through how to place. There's a little card in there. It'll show you how to download the app. And we've got a video that walks you through all of the steps. And as soon as you activate that sensor, that triggers a notification and you will be paired with your own personalized dietitian. They'll reach out to you within 24 hours during the work week, Monday through Friday. Right. And then you can select your goals that you're interested in. You'll fill out the health questionnaire, letting your dietitian know, okay, these are the things that I've worked on in the past. These are maybe the supplements I'm utilizing. This is really what I'm interested in learning more about. This is the type of diet, all those sorts of things. So then your dietitian will be reaching out to you and you'll be chatting via our app where the glucose information is all stored. And your dietitian will give you insights in regards to your glucose trends. So they'll teach you how to read your blood sugars. Yeah, They'll identify maybe some patterns that are emerging. They will give some tips and tricks. Okay, why don't we try this? Or they might help you set up some experiments. Mm-hmm. Based on your goals, let's try XYZ to see if this works for your body. Because once again, there's that individual aspect to all of this. So that's the process. And you get one month of complimentary dietitian support. So you'll get mm. to work with your dietitian one-on-one for one month. And you can determine what 
is the frequency that you'd like to be in touch. So maybe that's every few days, maybe that's once a week. Maybe you are a glucose expert already and you don't need the dietitian. That's <laughs> yeah. okay too. So you get that one month period. If you choose to continue working with your dietitian, you can select and add that on. And we can, as far as the price points, I'll make sure that I get to the link and we can include yeah. those in the show notes if that yeah. sounds good. Absolutely. Yes. Cool. And since we're talking about it, I'll say this multiple times in this episode, but you can use the code olive 20 25. That's an affiliate code that gets you $25 off. Absolutely. Yay. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited yeah. to learn more about blood sugar. I feel like it's so important for everything it feels like. <laughs> so I feel like it's an important yes. conversation to have. Okay. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you the final question I ask everyone. So at the end of your life, when you're looking back, what do you feel like a successful life will feel like for you? Gosh, this is such a great question and so all-encompassing. Right? I know, I think right? The first thing that comes to my mind is happy kids. I want my kids to be happy as they grow up and become adults. Love I that. have little ones. They're two and a half and one and a half. So they're oh. really so a long journey ahead of us there. But <laughs> as far as like my work and career, knowing that my work was meaningful, that I helped mm-hmm. make a difference in people's lives. I think that I think will be a reflection and indicate, okay, this was a successful life lived, contributing to the improving the health of our country. I think that's like Mm. amazing. And one of the reasons why I love NutriScience, love what we're doing. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This is wonderful. Man, I just learned so much about blood sugar and I hope that you did too. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for being on the show today. Listeners, I'm sure you're going to be convinced that you want a NutriSense by the end of this episode. So if you want to grab yourself a NutriSense device, first of all, you can take their absolutely free quiz online. Use the link in the show notes to see if it even is a fit for you. If it is, be sure to use that link and use the code OLIVE25 to save. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you next week.